On this week's episode of Miracles and Rivalries, we talk Jim Harbaugh, Jimbo Fisher, and Zach Arnett, who are all currently not coaching at the moment. We talk conference championships, coaching changes, a recap of last week's betting. We talk Georgia, Tennessee, Washington, Washington, Oregon State, and then, of course, our picks for the week. Let's ride. Goof there, Cowboys. I thought Washington State was playing Oregon State, but that already no, happened. That, that already happened. happened. That's okay. You're a little rusty. You're not uh, the a, rust off. Yeah, I, th- you I have, took a you week have off. Big shoes to fill from last week. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess want to start. Uh, shout out the Cowboy for for taking the reins and helping out last week. That was uh, it's a hard thing to do to host a podcast by yourself, and he pulled it off. Uh, it, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the product was perfect, perfect with a capital P. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I actually listened to it one and a half times. Not a full two times, but I got I got one and a half. Okay. I got halfway in the second time because I was looking for something. And I was like, I'll just play it. And uh, yeah, it was good. What, what were you looking for? I'm curious. <laughs> what was I looking for? You said something funny, and I was just like, I, I didn't feel like skimming through. <laughs> You made a really big funny, and I was—I think I was—I wanted Liz to listen to it, oh, <laughs> so I, we just—we just listened until we could find it. I don't know. You said <laughs> you something just, funny. You just made her listen to me, just dialogue yeah, by much. myself. Oh, pretty God. much. That was—that was it. But uh, so she hates me now. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I thought she might have no, liked no. me, but that's cool. <laughs> she's she's a big fan of Cowboy. Um. All right. Well, let's talk. Uh. Yeah. A lot of big things happened. I know it's been two weeks. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. So, yeah. Okay. So there's several headlines here. Um, yeah, we'll start with Harbaugh, uh, three game suspension. Uh, the Penn state game counted as one of them. So he has this week against Maryland and he is suspended for Ohio state. So he's still alive though. Yeah. Uh, you would, you would have thought that, uh, he'd have been dead he considering that, that speech. Yeah, yeah, I thought he passed away, and there was something we didn't know. But okay, that's good to know. He was just suspended for three, uh, three games. So I guess clear that up. Does that mean he he can continue to coach in the playoffs or any sort of bowl games? Uh, yes. And if he does it from a hospital bed, uh, he can actually come back for Ohio State. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That that's what they should put in there. Be like, hey, if you're in a hospital bed in the press box, we'll actually let you come back early. Yeah, you're familiar with the coach who, who did that. Yeah, one I way. don't know anyone else who would do that, but the one way, uh, the one way headset, they they can hear you, yeah. you just can't hear them, and they just <laughs> that's right. Throwing out calls. It, what if he? What if he just like rented like a big boom lift and was like outside the stadium, like up in the fantastic. air behind the scoreboard, and he's just like got a megaphone, just yelling down. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he, I mean, he would definitely. I mean, he would definitely be able to read defenses from that point of view. I mean, if he Jesus if he Christ. wasn't if he wasn't able to read him before, he definitely will now. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, three three games. Um, here's the thing: if you're co, if you can 
make it to the playoff and you don't have your head coach for half the season, uh, your schedule's not hard enough. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I agree. I absolutely uh, agree. I mean, what? Because he missed the first three, four games? Three games? I think right? he's three. And yeah. then he's got three more, so you're missing half your season? That's crazy. I and, actually forgot about the yeah, first Yeah, he's been suspended once already. Yeah. Damn. That's... And I don't know how buying a cheeseburger and stealing signs are comparable. Yeah, they're um, not. Yeah, they're oh, not. Okay. I'm not. Not a big fan. I, so I, sure. I'll give him. I'll give him credit on the first suspension. That's silly. I think that's like yeah. old school NCAA, just nonsense. Like, okay, come on, give give me a break. Obviously, a little bit more weight with the Connor Stallions thing. Everybody's got an opinion on it. Um, we've talked about it. It is what it yeah. is. You know, yeah. It's, I, I'm, it was a funny story. It's a funny saga. But like, the reality is, they should take care of business this week anyway. Against Ohio State, that could be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm, that's, that that's, could be interesting. Yeah. I Because we're, we're, we're teeing it up to where if Ohio State wins, an asterisk win, right? Like, it's like, yeah, did they really win? win? Yeah. 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 Like, that's the story writes itself at this point. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, other coaching changes. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, you got the deal. Never has to work again in his life. Yeah, he's good. He's good to go. He, does, he's, he gets that. Um, what does it call like when you take the uh the payout over time when you win the lottery he just gets like seven million dollar yeah. checks every year yeah, him and bobby vanilla are going to be chilling just getting their checks every year just yeah. on a yacht because yeah. they signed I, the most outrageous contracts in history and i, I know there's talk of like well they're still going to want to coach like they're still going to want that drive at some point like i don't know no I mean, he, jimbo's old how old is he he's in his 60s right thing. Here's what I would do if I was Jimbo. I would sit back and wait for West Virginia to become open. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Neil Brown yeah. might have saved his ass for one more year. But if I'm Jimbo, I just kick back and wait for that job to open up. And then, you know, you can put in five half-assed years in West Virginia. You yeah. still get your buyout regardless. There's no offset clause. Yeah, Jimbo. Jimbo's 58. So, I, yeah, I'd call it. I'd call it a career and just say, you know what? I don't know. He can go be an AD somewhere or just go to go just, do something else. I don't know. Do the George Bush thing. Just go mend your fences somewhere. Uh, just, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just mending my fences. Like, yeah. Okay, Jimbo. <laughs> you just go, go do that. You know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that was know. a sweet deal. And I was shocked because I looked, I, when I got fired, I was like, well, did they lose? No. They curb stomped <laughs> Mississippi State. I mean, that was, that was a beatdown. And here's my thing if you knew you were going to fire him anyway, if you knew that regardless of the outcomes, once you've lost your key games this year and he looked inept at, at in-game decision-making halfway through the year, if you knew right then and there, hey, this is not going to be a long-term deal. We're going to cut ties here. I don't know why you don't do it earlier. I, yeah. I, especially I if you do it after a blowout win. Kind of silly. Kinda weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, he has his – money and we'll continue getting his money good good for him i guess um yeah other one fun. zach arnett uh mississippi state i mean mm -hmm. that was kind of you know with the, uh, that was kind of weird i don't know what's your what's your take so sorry i'm kind of battling a cold this week um no uh mississippi state it's it really is the sad story, and it's really a tragedy, going back to the passing of Mike Leach. And 
when, and this sounds horrible, but in the scope of college football and in the landscape, coaching changes are made at very distinct times to save recruiting, save your roster, and it's kind of a business decision. And the way that it happened in Mike Leach passing away really put State behind the eight ball in terms of what you do going forward. And with Arnett being hired, it never felt like they were saying, hey, you're our, you're our head coach. You're going to be our program's future. He didn't have head coaching experience. He had some D coordinator experience at that level. He was a good D coordinator. I wouldn't say he was great, but he was a good D coordinator with what they had. But it felt like, you know, like, uh, you know, when you're like elementary or middle school and like a teacher has to like suddenly retires or leaves the school in like October and they're like, well, we don't know how we're going to hire someone. So they have like a long term sub stand yeah. in for several months. That's yeah. kind of what it felt like the whole time with Arnett. It's like we have a long term sub who's just regurgitating yeah. the same sub notes and yeah. playing kinda like, like that. Yeah. Kind of like Miss Baker. Shout out Miss Baker, Alexander High School. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I could probably. Yeah. I don't know if I could say this, but I absolutely hated her. So if she's listening yeah, to this, yeah, I think the statute of limitations is out on that one. Yeah, Miss um, Baker, I hate you. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's like you have that long-term sub that stands in for five months, and it's like, yeah, we're not really learning anything. We're not going in the right direction. We're just kind of like here, and that's. Yeah. And Arnett at times looked very befuddled on the sidelines, kind of shell shocked at times, and the results showed. I, I just. It sucks. I think he deserved better. I mean, it was a lose-lose situation for him. It really is. Um, He was kind of thrown into it, and you try to make the most of it. It sucks. But um, now we have two SEC West positions open. I I feel like you're about to have a third. There's no way Arkansas doesn't fire Sam Pittman, right? Like, that's got to be coming at the end of the year. No, yeah, absolutely. I I think that they will wait until the end of the year. I I think – from what I can gather, uh, he's well liked in the university in the yeah. state. So that that's more of okay, a respect. We'll we'll let you finish the season out. We'll part ways then. And I would love to have him back as the offensive line coach at the University of Georgia. Uh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> sure. Let's go ahead and bring him back, warm him up a little bit. Or or maybe I don't know. Do you think you think like if he gets mm. fired, do you think he jumps? And ends up as another head coach somewhere else. Like, uh, nah, Pittman. So, as I've come to call him the last week, Sammy Sausage Nips. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got he's got at least a D cup. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, look, he's well liked there because he's basically a cousin of their mascot, and that's why he's probably still there. But anyhow, I can What's say that because blew the doors off of Arkansas last week. Sorry, Chandler, and. Destroyed. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a shit pumping. It was a clowning and a shit pumping. It really was. <laughs> it really was. Um, but all that to say, yeah, I mean, Pittman's liked there, but I mean, your program is, you're now the third team to be, to come available in the West. Like, you probably want to get, you'd probably want to be ahead of Mississippi State for who you want to go get. I mean, I think they're going to have like different ideas of candidates, but like, I, you would like to be in line ahead of them, I would think. Um, just based on the money, Arkansas is more money than Mississippi State. Now, if that's wrong, sorry, but it just feels that way for, I mean, at least on the I outside looking in. Yeah. Um, but now it's now you have the dominoes start to fall. Another random one, <laughs> Boise State fired their coach, so maybe Harson will find another job finally. 
Um, he can get off social media. Um, yeah, the you'll see the dominoes start to fall now. I can see where both Arkansas and Mississippi State probably pull from maybe G5 schools. A&M thinks that they are a top five job. I don't know if I agree with that. In terms yeah. of resource and money, sure. But the problem is everyone's going to see what they – you just pay Jimbo to be mediocre. Yeah. I'm going in there and asking for at least $9 million if I'm a decent head coach. Yeah, so like, interesting. I pulled up – I mean, this is a different number. I pulled up the revenue uh, per per school from football. Mm-hmm. This is a really funny number I'm about to show you. So, actually, Arkansas is ahead of Texas A&M in terms of revenue produced from football. Uh, I think this was in 2021. So coming off COVID, but yeah, Arkansas eighty four million, Texas A and M eighty one million. Interesting. That's, I'm cu- I'm curious what the donation and IL numbers are though, because I'm sure obviously A and M's is going to be far far above that. But no, yeah. as far as donations coming in, I would bet that A and M is. I mean, A and M has, pardon my French, and I've said this before, A and M has fuck you money, like oh, yeah. they can do whatever they want, like yeah. That's and they just did. I mean, you have literally in the same week the story came out with Arizona being short a couple hundred million in total with their athletic departments due to an accounting blunder, essentially. Like who let Kevin spill the chili in Arizona? I don't know, but yeah, I mean they're well short in their budgeting. So I mean, in that same week, A and M is flaunting a hundred and sixty million dollar check at halftime. The game, the same game that they're going to fire Jimbo after. Yeah. So, I mean, they're a monopoly money school. That's really what it is. And it's just crazy to me that you can just bat a couple eyelashes and, oh, there's 70 million. Don't coach here crazy. again. <laughs> like, but now, now the domino effect starts. And I've seen a couple big names thrown out there. All the big names AM wants to hunt. Man, a lot of these guys are going to be tied up in potential, you know, conference championship races and playoff races. So you're yeah. not going to hear back from them for a while. I mean, someone said, oh, you know, you got to go at least talk to James Franklin. I don't know why. Yeah. He's, he's Big Ten Jimbo. I mean. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's yeah, a Pennsylvania he's... Mark Richt. I don't know what to tell you. Like, He absolutely is. Yeah, James Franklin. Dan Lanning's another another name. But, I mean, Dan Lanning. I know Dan Lanning is the best team that's joining the Big Ten next year. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think he's the best program of the four big ones jumping into him. Yeah, I, I think agree. he's the I best program. I wouldn't jump ship, but I listened to another podcast this week. Never trust what a college coach says. Never trust it. No, no, God, no. no. But yeah, if I'm Lanning, I mean, I have okay. You have Nike money at, at yeah. Oregon, and you are you're ahead of USC. You're certainly ahead of UCLA. I mean. Currently in this in the season, you're you know neck and neck with Washington, but I think long term the outlook is far better for Oregon. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, okay, you're going to go be the second or third best team in your new conference now. You're still competing with the big boys, and yeah. you're getting a 12 team playoff. I I don't know that I would jump ship there. Yeah, that that adds a lot to the to expanding the opportunity to win. A championship, it's like, what's the point? Like, why? I don't know. Um, another name, I don't know if it's been thrown out there, but you, you know Dan Mullen is 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 mulling the <laughs> – he's, he's mulling, mulling over. 
He's mulling it over. That's a name that I, I've I've thought of. I'm just like, will he will he come back in? Of course, Urban Meyer. I mean, I mean, Urban's worth the call, I guess. I mean, you already have one of the most problematic coaching staffs ever assembled with Petrino and uh, Durkin. You know, on your staff, you know, one likes to wreck motorcycles. The other one's responsible for the the death of a player. Like, okay, what's Urban Meyer? I mean, at that point, just sure, A&M, call him. But I don't know that he gets off his ass to go to, you know, College Station. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I mean, hell, I'm curious, you know, depending on how Michigan season ends, does Harbaugh jump to the NFL? That's that's another potential opening. I, I yeah. There's a coin flip there. Yeah. You know. So here's some other names. Mike Elko at Duke. Yeah, know. he was D coordinator there at AM for a while. He's pretty good. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's a possibility. Lane Kiffin always is looking to see what else is out there. If I'm AM, why do I want Lane Kiffin? What big time conference road game has he won? None. They just get they, okay. they just get their shit fried in math in the last weekend. Um let's even in the see. years where it's like, oh, Lane can finally win in Tuscaloosa, he has the team to do it and Bama's down. That doesn't happen. Like, what? Why? What from Lane's resume says? I mean, they'll just get, fast forward four years. They're going to pay Lane thirty million to be left on a tarmac. Like, I don't know why they would look at Lane. Yeah, the three names that have been crossed off the list apparently: Dion, Dion. Nah, I mean, God no. Blaine Kiffin, we just talked about, and then old mm. Dabo, Dabo Sweeney, but he's now waiting for. But maybe. Well. Well, if you tell Dabo, hey, man, you get to lead the midnight yell and you can wear your camo pants every day here, that son of a bitch would do it. Sign me up. If he gets, if he gets to run to the field in his army camo pants every day there, he sure as shit would go to College Station. That yeah. goober would do it. Mike Norvell. Uh... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Florida State would be about that. There's a lot. There's a lot of. I, I don't know that A and M would have the patience for Norvell because his first couple of years at, you know, it's taken him a couple of years to get his legs under him at Florida State and get them in the right direction. So I don't know that A and M. Yeah. Has Jeff, patience. Jeff Trailer. Uh, he's the UTSA. He's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, Dan Lane. We talked about that. Uh, Kalen DeBoer. I wonder if that's the Washington. Yeah. 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 Oh, Interesting. Well, that, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's enough. I mean, there's coaching. the dominoes yeah. will keep falling because they what will happen is someone will take that job and then someone will jump ship elsewhere and then it'll just, the carousel is beginning. Um, God, the funniest thing I saw the other day, though. So everyone forgets Michigan State needs a coach. Um, we, we're just going to glance over that. Yeah. Uh, they also willing it's, to pay money. Um, kind of in a similar set of being a little brother team. So yeah. that could be interesting. UCLA may be firing Chip Kelly. That's the latest rumor. Saw that. Uh, yeah. he, he might, his days are probably numbered in LA. Um, that I guy. saw where someone, they're like, well, if, Ar if Arkansas fires Sam, you know, they can go get Gus from UCF. Oh, oh boy. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. I said, oh, God. Oh hell! Yeah, that. <laughs> okay, bring him home. <laughs> we've, we've seen that episode. 
We already yeah, saw him. That. So I'm, I guess back in the <laughs> SEC. I mean, I, I didn't oh. think about him. That's yeah. that's an interesting one. I don't know that he wants to go back to the SEC. Uh, that would be certainly something. But yeah, coaching carousel is always always fun. But we'll move along. Um, yeah. uh, Kyle, I want to touch on one thing. College football playoff rankings. Your yeah. thoughts. You're the number one team again. Well, as expected, I, I was hoping. I was actually kind of nervous. I was like, I mean, are we just going to keep keeping us at number two? I mean, I figured after beating number nine ranked Ole Miss, they would bump us up. Um, yeah, I mean, as expected, it's college football. That's the that's the that's the great thing about it, and also the most frustrating thing about it is that it's so damn inconsistent. Georgia mm-hmm. played phenomenal on Saturday. That team that played, they can win it all. Mm-hmm. But is that the team we're going to get next week? Is that the team we're going to get in the SEC championship? I don't know. It's a mystery, and nobody knows until the game is played. So. Uh, you know, I'm glad that we're hitting our sh- quote unquote stride. We haven't lost. You know, it's funny. I, I did. I was going to do the math on this. Georgia has not lost a football game since I placed an extremely large wager on them in the SEC championship. Think about this. What if I had taken that wager and rolled it over on just a money line, which is some value you're not going to get on, but some of them you might. What if I had mm-hmm. rolled that over over the course of two years? I'm going to sit down and do the math. It's probably going to piss me off. Just just go back and plug it in. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to see what the rolling number would be. And Because, I mean, they were Oof. underdogs in the in the national championship that year. So that would be. Oh, they were. Yeah, they were. It was like they were plus two and a half or plus three and a half. I don't know. But so you, you would have got them at like a money line of like plus plus one forty, I think, or plus plus one thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You so, had, it was damn near equal. No, the against Ohio state, they were six and a half point favorites. Yeah. But I'm talking okay. about every single game, you know, the Clemson one in 21, they were also underdogs for that. Oh, they that, were, they were, they were one and a half point dog. No, that was before. That was before they won. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going backwards too far. But I guess my point is, I'm happy we're hitting our stride. I say that like we've had missteps and lost. We haven't lost, but we definitely haven't played great against some schools. Uh, we we just have kind of come out pretty slow, and we still came out slow. I mean, on Saturday, it was still a little like, okay, are we just gonna stick with Ole Miss here? And uh, you know, eventually we fired away, and we. Carson Beck started connecting. Defense stepped up. It was good. So I'm I'm cool with it. I'm excited to see how everything else plays out. Um, interesting for Florida State, depending on how everything. I mean, they're in now, but you know, what if someone's Texas, going to get screwed? Yeah, someone's, gonna someone's get screwed going hard. to get royally screwed here. Yeah, uh, and that's I, I don't know if it's going to be Oregon, Texas, or Florida State. Someone's going to get royally screwed. And I mean, so Ohio State, Michigan will handle themselves. And I think because of their strength of schedule, you'll kind of whoever loses that, I think, is is going to be like the bona fide five or six. And they're going to be left out. Uh, assuming they win the the winner of that goes on to win the Big Ten title. Yeah. Uh, Florida State has is a little bit hampered by some of these teams on their schedule have not lived up to the hype this year. Uh, 
a very lackluster Miami team, a very ho-hum Clemson team who power rankings wise isn't horrible. Like they're still pretty good. They're top 25 power rankings, but the the results kind of haven't been there, obviously. Their offense is rolling a little bit more though. Uh Florida, so Florida State's hampered by that, and they're gonna play probably uh could be an 11 win Louisville, could be a 10 and 2 Louisville. There's like three tiebreak. If Louisville loses this week, there's a couple of tiebreakers that are there that's like it could get really interesting. We need some chaos. Yeah. Uh for a couple of their teams to call back in. Um yeah, I've heard Oregon, about Washington, I, I feel like as long as they hold serve. Technically, I think Washington can lose this weekend as long as Oregon wins next week, and they'll both be one loss going to the Pac-12 title game. Yeah. That could be interesting. Uh, I think that winner may have a shot to get into the four. Yeah. It's, it, we're back to the part where, like, you know, I'm more – there's so many different scenarios on who gets left out. I'm going to obviously focus on Georgia if we went out, which I think we will, and then we lose to Alabama. Have we Ooh. proven enough so far – and I think we have. I mean, depending on how Ole Miss finishes the rest of the season, can Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee would be eight and four. Missouri's number nine if so, they can finish ten so and two. So we're talking. Okay, are we talking an eleven and one Alabama beats you by like a field goal in Atlanta? Yeah, and then we're both eleven and one or twelve. We're both twelve, 12 and, and one. one. Yeah, twelve. We're both one. twelve and one. Okay, so let's say we have. I'm going to write this down. So let's say twelve and one UGA, twelve and one Bama SEC champ. It's too crowded. That's that's the issue though. If 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 Georgia's a one loss non conference champion, I think it's too crowded with one loss conference champions ahead of you. Yeah, because in that same let's say in that scenario, you know, go twelve and one Oregon, only loss was Washington. Let's say they beat Washington on a neutral field by let's say like a touchdown now i have a 12-1 oregon champ let's say michigan wins out i think that's the most likely scenario michigan wins out 13-0 champ florida state wins out you know what they're i mean that would be a 13-0 champ they gotta bring them in yeah you can't leave out an undefeated conference champion i mean jesus christ they can't do that um in this scenario, we'll add an eleven and one. I guess it'd be a twelve and one Texas. Yeah, twelve Let's and one Texas conference champ. Conference champ only lost Bama. You know yeah. what's going to suck there is you and Texas are both going to be one loss teams with your only loss to Bama, and they're going to be conference champs and you're not. And Bama's going to say, "Hey, look, we beat two one loss teams this year." So in this scenario, I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody. Washington would be out. Ohio State would be out in this this scenario. I think. I don't. I think they'd get parked behind these teams. Louisville's parked behind these teams. Oklahoma's well out of it. I so I have twelve and one Georgia, twelve and one Bama champ, twelve and one Oregon champ, thirteen and zero Michigan champ, Florida State thirteen and zero champ, twelve and one Texas champ. Yeah, brother it's, Georgia it's, ain't getting in on that. They're not. No, I'll admit they're not. They've got to win. There's no. And, and who the do you screw out of that? I think I think Texas gets screwed. I think you're looking at Bama, Oregon, Michigan, FSU. Yeah, 
I mean, George, George is your five. So Ohio State's your six. I'll correct George you. Is your five. Texas is your six. I, I, I do want to correct you. Texas did beat Alabama. Texas lost to Oklahoma. Sorry. So, I, I got yeah. that backwards. Sorry. Yeah, so, Sorry. So I, I think they would actually carry more weight of Texas's win against Alabama. And Texas lost beat though. Bama. Oh, yeah, that's right. Texas beat Bama lost to Oklahoma. You can kind of forgive the Oklahoma loss. I think more given the Alabama win, you beat the FCC champion. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. So it's... you get 12 and 1 Oregon, who avenged their only loss. You know, yeah. their only loss was on the road. They avenged it on a neutral field. Like, that's. that's but here's you, the you good damn... thing. Here's <sighs> the thing college football always delivers the last two or three weeks of the year. And then, then of course, oh, yeah. going into conference championship week to where we'll get chaos. Right now, it doesn't look good. And I, I think, I mean, I'd say it doesn't look good. It, it actually looks fantastic for just chaos. winning your end. Yeah. But you just got to win and you're in. And that I, being, you've got to win your conference also going undefeated to guarantee a spot. It's no. I mean, it, look, it, yeah. Florida State could stub their toe, Michigan could. You know, shock us and lose to Ohio State. Oregon could could actually, you know, let's say, you know, I mean, in a world where let's say Washington loses to Oregon State this week, and then, you know, they beat Oregon. I, I think the Pac-12 played themselves out of it. I don't think you put Washington in at that point. Uh, so that could take care of itself. Just beat Alabama. But to yeah. be fair, Bama. It would, I think, the screwiest scenario would be if everything else holds serve, Alabama loses in like a BS Jordan Hare esque miracle that only Auburn Jesus could muster up type of way. They lose in Auburn, they turn around and beat Georgia. Hmm. Is Georgia still your four seed though? Oh, gosh. Because at that point, it's a two loss conference champion. Yeah. And let's say let's say Texas or Oregon stub their toe along the way in the final two weeks too. So now, do you have two loss Bama as your SEC champion who just beat Georgia? Do you have them as your four or five seed and is Georgia your four or five seed? Yeah, I think that's the funnier scenario personally. But yeah, because uh, you get to play spoiler. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I do. I get yeah. to play spoiler. I get to say, hey, we played Georgia the closest this year, really. And yeah. you know, aside from your actual loss, and we are you, guys, are you guys going bowling? You guys are bowling, right? We're six and four bowling. We're bowling. Hell yeah! So hopefully, be take care of New Mexico State this week. Seven and four going into the Iron Bowl, and then maybe good, magic happens. That's a good feeling. I mean, go, first year head coach, seven and five in the SEC. Seven and five's that. fine. Seven yeah. and five's fine. Hey, Gene Chizik's first year, no nine, seven and five. Next year is national champion. Ooh. I'll take it. Take it. Ooh. Oh, we're dancing a little bit. Who are we paid $180,000 to this offseason? Let's go, boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. Yep. Um, but anyhow, that I think the scenarios are really fun, uh, especially given that you're right. College football delivers. Someone is going to screw themselves at some point. Somebody's going to stub their toe. There's going to be at least one or two more oopsies. Oregon State plays both Washington and Oregon to finish the year. There's there's chaos factors across the board right now. So yeah. everyone I see all these Bama fans saying can't wait to take it to Georgia and Atlanta. You still gotta finish in Auburn. And if anything, Look watching ahead. Georgia at least mildly struggle for most of the game 
against Auburn should say, hey, just don't overlook it. You'll probably yeah. win by two scores still, but don't overlook it. Yeah, don't, don't look ahead. Don't look ahead. Um, all right, let's 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 circle back how we did last week. Um, yes, let's do that. I don't think we've done that in a while. We kind of just – I've had a good season. I've had a good season. I've been kind of lackluster the last two weeks, but I've had a good season. Yeah, I think like uh, – and I'm really – I'll tell you, I know I said I was going to reset on December 1st. I am going to do a reset on – January first. I know we talked about doing units, doing all that do at the it. beginning. Just do it after do it after the college national championship. Yeah. I'm just gonna do some sort of reset do, and reset January my 11th. Unit number and, and really try to get a get a good ROI get a good ROI tracker. If if Action App can keep up. They've been better, okay. but that, that I mean action's been a little inconsistent with, with some crap. But, yeah, it's been okay. freezing on me. Let's uh let's see. I had so I'm actually up. I went my last seven days. I'm seventeen and eleven. Um, I'm twenty one and seventeen. So both pretty good. I'm at sixty one. Hey, I'm at sixty one percent. It's not seventy. Not seventy, but it's almost. It's yeah, it's not almost, but sixty one. Um, yeah, college football last week. I just ran off system plays, and it was a lot of underdogs. Uh, I know you. You want to talk about? Kind of already talked about, but Auburn. Uh, beat the brakes off of Arkansas, forty-eight to ten. Yeah, lock I mean, that there's no need to keep talking about that murder. It's we we know what happened. Uh, um, funny, funny college football thing. Uh, UCF forty-five to three over Oklahoma State. Yeah, <laughs> that's Gun- that's funny. That was hilarious. Uh, Gundy, I guess, forgot he still had to continue to play the rest of the season. Like what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Um, uh, Michigan, I I took Michigan. I I rode the four and a half. It worked out. My mm-hmm. thought was, you know, they're playing for them. Uh, the under, the under, the that was kind. Of, that was a very boring game. Michigan, Michigan State. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, I don't even think I watched it. I just just kept up with it on. It the, was it the was a boring bar. game. Um, the under in the Iowa Rutgers twenty seven and a half that cashed. That's what I took it at. I think I got it late, so I just got it there twenty two zero. Um, App State. I had to. I had to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I just had the other one. I was gonna say last one. App State. I took that money line. They won forty-two fourteen against Georgia State in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure that was in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just absolutely destroyed uh, Turner Field South. Uh, they won all right. <laughs> That's all I got. I had a couple of uh, just horrible horrible like wasn't never never had a shot uh games here i took boston college they lost 48 to 22 at home i had kansas uh it was kansas texas tech over 61 the final of that game was 16 to 13 and then i had the under 43 and a half in indiana illinois the final of that game was 48 to 45 both teams cleared the total on their own so if you want to know how I was reading the board, it went it's poorly tough. in a couple of those. Yeah, it was. That's tough. That yeah. was that was bad. That was really bad. I said just lay it with Bama. Hey, Bama delivered. I said just lay it with Georgia. Georgia delivered. And yeah. I kind of committed one of my cardinal sins of like I don't really want to bet too much on Auburn. Man, I laid the house with Auburn, and that that paid off. Uh, I laid the house with Oklahoma in a bounce back spot, fifty nine to twenty. Over West Virginia, that was fun. Uh, Oregon, yeah, I mean they kind of had control most of the game, but also like 
had him had him playing the fifteen. We weren't going to get there. Don't really see anything else sticking out too much on my card from last week. Uh, Utah covered against Washington, thirty-five twenty-eight. Uh, Utah covered the eight. And side note, uh, I know we don't really touch NFL too much because like college football has been so good this year that just takes yeah. up all my time. But like, I am so done with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I, I don't want to bet on them ever again. I'm so done with them. <laughs> As a fan, I I mean, I I knew. I, I've also, I mean, I'm not giving up on them, but I've just watched every single game and I've seen up. the product. I took, I so I took Broncos uh, plus seven and a half. I took Broncos money line and I took the under and all three hit. And Damn, I, I just sharp. knew it. I just knew it. I'm sharp. Like, well, just Josh Allen in this this season, Josh Allen in prime time has been like he's like a high school football player he just i don't know how he throws the ball how he Hot and i don't cold, know. man and it's also just... the play the play calls the play calling like I'm, I'm glad they got rid of dorsey because the freaking the shotgun on fourth and one yeah <laughs> i don't know i did that they did that a couple of times i was like what are we doing yeah, they made it a point to point out like in the final drive like oh and you know, DeMar Hamlin's on the field. He's only played special teams this year, and he's on the field on defense. And I was like, my anxiety already watching my bets was here, and it just went like through the yeah. roof when they, they yeah. made the point to point that out. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, like I know he's all. played this year. He's been on the special teams. Like, yeah. he even made a tackle, but I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was nervous. I was concerned. Um, unfortunate that he was the 12th guy on that field goal. Yeah, it is unfortunate. It's really tough. Um, that that sucks. That does suck. Um, and you uh, know, so before that, so right before that, when Russell Wilson and, and the Broncos were doing the little just kneel down thing, the first time he did that, he got to the middle of the field. And I don't know if you noticed, but the second time he did that, when he went down again, he kind of shuffled, he went to the right instead of straight down like by three steps. So the play before that field goal, he took three steps to the right, and then the kicker missed the field goal right. I don't know if you noticed that or not. I didn't know. I was like, that. I was like, why are you on the right hash right here? I was like, if the wind's going to go, so why are we on the right hash? But like, yeah, okay. And then yeah. he missed it right. Twelve guys in the field, re-kick the field goal right down Broadway. It's like, oh, 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 that sucks. That is a yeah. horrible way to lose a football game. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, primetime unders, though, eleven and zero in their last eleven. They're like seventy. They're like seventy-eight percent this year. I'm gonna keep riding them. I, I need to put it in for tonight. Speaking but. of primetime unders, you get Bengals Ravens tonight. Do you have a feel on that? Uh, yeah, I've got Ravens first half money line two and a half. They come out hot. The, every okay. since every every Bengals they game lost watched, last week. Yeah, but they came Didn't out they? hot. I mean, they yeah uh, they, they came lost. Out hot. Okay. Yeah, they they lost. Uh, in the last play of the game by the Browns. Yeah. So, I don't know. Freaking but yeah, Browns. two and a half. And I'll uh, take the under. I'll definitely take the under. But I, I also wanted to just kind of note it's, I know it's, believe me, believe me or not. So Liz and I were wanting to go to, she wanted to go to like, and I wanted to too. I wanted to go to an actual Bills game in Buffalo. So mm-hmm. we did the Monday Night Football game at the beginning of the season. We've been looking at games. Our weekends have been weird. So, there was there's only a handful left that we could have gone. This was the one on our schedule where it was like, okay, do we just want to go? Just fly up Sunday, fly back Tuesday. We were Nick, I was this close pulling the trigger on Friday to just 
I just was gonna buy tickets. We we're just gonna go up there, do it all. It was pretty expensive being a last minute trip. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would have been that... two two <laughs> primetime Bills games that I would have paid to go to that lost on the last play of the game. Jets on Monday that's, night to open up. Broncos. Impressive. Yeah, I'm so I'm God, very you were the kiss of death for that team. God, it's yeah. All, if of I your, had gone to, all of your negativity being a Georgia fan is transferred to Buffalo. Yep, it's going all the Bills. But hey, I I, I still like the Bills. I, I'm going to keep them as a team for, for at least another two to three years. <laughs> Depends. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> we'll know. go. We'll we'll move to big matchups this week. I know we're kind of long winded here. Uh, Georgia goes to Tennessee. CBS main game of the week. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, it's. Spreads 10, I think. I'm just, yeah, I'm at, yeah, 10, 10 and a half, couple, depending on where you're at, a couple different books. Other, it's at 10 right now. Yeah. So you and I went to that game two years ago. It's crazy. It's been two years. Uh, we, we went to, yeah, we took a sober trip to Knoxville, November of 21. And we ate at a vegan restaurant. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, but we did. And I don't really know. Really good chocolate was, chip cookie, though. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Obviously, different teams. I'm still taking 10 points. I don't know. I it's a low number. Oh, I'm I'm laying them. I'm absolutely laying them. Yeah, it seems a little bit too low. It's like, okay, are they going off the fact that Georgia's going to underperform after coming off a big win, and Tennessee got smacked by Missouri? That was kind of funny. So it's well, like I had, I had Mizzou big time too. That was nice, beautiful. Yeah. Christmas. So I, I don't know. I, I think they're 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 lining up the fact that they think it, this is a comeback for Tennessee and a letdown for Georgia. I think at this point in the season, we're, we're kind of past all that. And I mean, I'll be honest, I, this is going to sound silly. Take it as you will. I'm more nervous for the primetime Georgia Tech game in Atlanta at the end of the season than I am with this one. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. That rivalry Georgia Tech matchup was always, yeah. Georgia Tech's been spicy this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really They've nervous. They've been spicy. If anything, I am more concerned for Georgia's health because every time a Georgia running back steps foot in the state of Tennessee, something stupid or bad happens. It's true. So, granted, both times that I can think of it happened to be a guy named Nick Chubb, but, you know, no correlation, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's – so everyone's like, how is Carson Beck going to handle being, being in Neyland Stadium for the first time? It's actually not his first time being in Neyland Stadium for a Georgia-Tennessee game. Two years ago, he was on the bench in that environment and got yeah. to watch how Stetson Bennett handled it. Yeah. So he's actually been there, warmed up on the field, and at least been a part of a game day when Tennessee was hosting Georgia. Yeah, that was a so, big game, too. They had Peyton Manning. Um, they, they brought out Peyton every Manning. Tennessee celebrity. Every. All of them. Yeah. Like, that was they, that was funny. I'm thinking back. We were on the, we were pretty close to the Georgia sideline. It was, yeah, Carson Beck, Stetson Bennett, and uh, Bag of Milk, JT Daniels. JT Daniels. <laughs> and JT Daniels was sitting there with, the, with the that heater. Like, heater just blowing, up, <laughs> blowing right up his ass the whole time because yeah. he was probably he, missing California. Yeah, it was so it was hogging that heater like he was. A, it was I mean, it was cold, but it wasn't like and you're on the field, you're running around. I mean, he was on the field, but you're, you're on the sideline. You're padded ball, up. ball around a little bit, man. Just like, yeah, stretch, oh, do some jogging, you know, and then, like, uh, you're fine. Van, Vandergriff, too. Was he on the sideline? Van, Vandergriff, was he still yeah, on? I believe I believe they all were. Right. Yeah. But no, I'm pretty sure Carson Beck was on the sideline. Right. Um, 
that yeah. year. So that was, uh, I, I remember sitting there looking at it. Um, i have to look at it. might up. have been his red shirt. He was a red shirt junior. So yeah, he would have been on the sideline for that. Um, yeah, that's point being though, as far as seeing what Neyland Stadium is, walking into it, it's not the ooh-wigging eye. It's not the, oh my God, it's so loud in here. It's a, oh, I remember this from two years ago. I remember how loud it was when Georgia played here two years ago, right? It's a different feel. Yeah. Um, even we'll, just the smallest bits of familiarity can can help. Yeah. So I'm I'm really not adjusting that much for, for home field here. I'm just not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at there. Uh, Washington, Oregon State. Do you have a feel for that game? Oregon um, State's the home favorite. I'm kind of hoping Oregon State. I kind of hope uh, Penix just kind of falls apart. You need, you need dominant. Honestly, it would. If you win, you're in. But like, it's nice if a couple dominoes fall behind you, yeah, and start well, eliminating a couple of these teams that could push you a little bit. Here, here's what we're also hoping for from a gambling standpoint. I, I think you have the future too, but I've got as it's come into play and it's it's come to fruition of Bo Nix for Heisman. Um, mm-hmm. I really, I really need old uh, Pentatonics to just have a crap game to fall out. I think I think JJ McCarthy's kind of up there too, but I, as far as I know, it's Bo Nix's you know award to win at this point. But it, I could use He's some the favorite, help. Yeah, I could use some help from. Uh, Penix falling off. So yeah, I mean I'm gonna I'm always gonna root for that. So you know, are they really? I didn't I don't I don't have any action on this game, so I don't I don't know, but is Oregon State their favorite? Oregon State as it stands right now, uh, yesterday they were two and a, they're now a one and a half point home favorite. I got Washington at plus two and a half. I was oh, like, yeah, I was like, okay, there's strength versus weakness across the board here. This could be a really interesting game. In terms of how Oregon and Washington both approach it, something just tells me that I'm going to take the better quarterback in a really tough road matchup. I- I'm going to take Washington. I took the money line and plus two and a half for tomorrow. That's that's where I'm sitting with it. I mean, I like an undefeated road dog. I'm sure there's a system to that. Like, I don't, I don't know, an undefeated road dog this late in the season. Yeah, like I don't know. Also, it's kind of like why are it's like what am I missing? I know their defense is bad and even worse away from home. Uh, I I know it's they're not good against the run, especially on the road. And Oregon State loves to run the ball. If Oregon State can can drag them down and play possession offense away from them, I think there's a good shot they could beat them. But yeah, if Washington can be explosive enough to counterpoint that, that could be interesting. But yeah, um, and then what else did we have on the? Oh, do you have any other upset predictions? Anything crazy staring at you, or um, you just want to jump into picks here? Let's jump into picks. Yeah, let's jump into picks. So I've got, let's see, I've got 13 plays for Saturday. All right, we already talked about tonight. I've got, you want to take? Well, it's gonna air after. So if you guys want to retroactively take the Ravens' first half spread of two and a mm-hmm. half, uh, we'll see how that ages. Uh, yeah. So I'm going with system plays. I'm going with some windy unders. I'm going with some um like what's, some the other, unders. what's the other play? I think it's like road uh low total road dogs. Let's see. Yeah, low it's, total road dogs is a good especially late uh, in the year. I don't hate uh, that. Uh, road streaks. So like teams playing back to back on the road that have been covering. 
sticking with that. So I'll start off. Uh, I've got the well. I'll start with the unders. Call this. A, we can call this a uh, armed forces. It's under thirty-one and a half. Eastern Carolina at Navy. I mean, I'm always gonna love an under like that low this time of year. Um, yeah, especially with the armed forces. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got Rutgers plus 20 and a half at Penn State. Some would say Penn State's going to lay the hat because of the, I mean, they didn't get beat down, but I don't know. I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Rutgers has been pretty good against the spread this year, too. They, I think mm-hmm. they've overperformed this year as a team. Yeah, the the 6 3 and 1 this year. I guess you know, Penn State's also pretty good, but um, I'm taking Michigan minus 19 against Maryland. I think they'll take care of business there. I'm also taking the under in that game at 50. Um, okay. I got Michigan State plus three and a half at Indiana. Again, it's a system play. Yeah, I'm uh, seeing the systems. Yep, I'm seeing them. Yep. Yeah, Kent State plus 13 at Ball State. Just a bad Kent State team, one and nine, going to a bad Ball State. Ball State screwed me a couple weeks ago. No, did they screw me? They did something. Let's see. Did I take them? They probably did. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, Ball I don't State. know what that says about the folks at Ball State, but sure. Screw yeah, they, did, they did something. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Duke. Over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking Duke minus three and a half at Virginia. That's his, um, as we talked about earlier, his resume or his uh, job interview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. It's a bad be. Virginia. Three and a half. I might actually lay some more, more points on that. Duke has kind of fallen off this year. I mean, they're six and four, but I think they were. Where they start at? Yeah, the three and five in their last. Yeah. Um, taking the raging Cajuns. You, you. Is it Louisiana Lafayette? Why? It's just Where Louisiana now, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at Troy, taking them fifth, uh, sixteen and a half. Uh, NC State plus three at Virginia Tech. I also uh, have that. Yep. And. We talked about Georgia. I've got a minus 10 at Tennessee. Taking the under in the Iowa game. I'm just going to keep taking that for the rest of the season at 31 and a half. Mm-hmm. They got Illinois at home. Illinois has blown up a couple of stupid unders, though, so far in the last month. They've blown up some dumb unders. Well, damn it. Damn it. Have they? No, the game The game is at Iowa. So no, they, they have. They have done some stupid crap. Yeah, um, it's yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Last two, I've got Minnesota plus the twenty-seven and a half at Ohio State. It's a system play. I don't love it, but it is what it is. Uh, and I got Texas minus seven and a half at Iowa State. That's a that's an interesting Same. game. Interesting spread. Um, it is a lot of sharp action on Texas. It's a road streak. I think Play. everyone's expecting Texas to just shit down their leg this week, and I don't think this is the spot. I think they've already done that a few times this year. Yeah. I don't think this is the spot where it happens again. I'm All, on Texas as well. Yeah, a lot of money's on Iowa State, which makes me feel a lot better. Um, see, over or under 47. I might I might do an overplay there. The over seems kind of – I don't know what the weather's going to be like in, uh, hmm. in Ames. 46 degrees. And clear. Yeah, that seems nice. But yeah, that's all I got. And I just ran through that really fast. No, we're running long, but 13 plays, uh, most of the system. Hey, man, you aren't editing. I'm editing this week. That's so. true. I, 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 weight has been lifted off my shoulders. You're welcome. 
Uh, I'll run through this. I'm also going to be on the ECU Navy under 31 and a half. You talked me into it. Rutgers plus 20 and a half at Penn State. Uh, Rutgers been pretty solid. I'm not saying that Penn State's going to quit, but also I'm not saying that they're not going to sleepwalk also. They lost their two big games this year. You know, you're probably going to end at 10 and 2. I, I don't know if they're going to have a spark. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Northwestern plus three and Northwestern money line. They're a home dog to Purdue this this week. If okay. Northwestern wins, they're bowl eligible. I think Northwestern oh. gets that win. That is insane. Their their win total over under was what one and a half. It was, I believe, two, two, two or two and a half. I think. Ah, oh, yeah, it was low. It was low, low. Yep. Uh, Liberty laying twenty seven and a half. Um, at home against UMass. Liberty, damn good this year. Uh, Wendy under Hawaii, Wyoming under forty six. You like Wendy unders? I like Wendy unders. Uh, this is just a stupid game. North Carolina at Clemson. Clemson's a seven-point favorite. I got them at seven points here. This is what I mean by saying they're a six and four team, but they're power rated like a top twenty team right now. Yeah. And to be fair, with the streakiness of what North Carolina is doing, I don't hate it. Injury concerns for Clemson, and which Drake May is going to show up. That's that's the kicker. But also, Clemson has shown that like that is still a team and a fan base that believes in themselves. Still going to play hard at home. Dabo, you know what? Break out the, the camo pants again this week, bud. Like, do what you got to do. Sorry I faded you last week. That was my bad. Please yeah, don't scream too hard Day. this week. On Veterans Day, Nick. Yeah, shit, dumb. that was stupid. That was yeah. dumb. It was dumb. I'm not saying it wasn't dumb. Uh, NC State plus two and a half at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's been, been a little spicy little team this year, too. Uh, but I'll take NC State here. Uh, UNLV plus a three at Air Force, two. You know, Air Force, the you know, they've lost their last two now. UNLV is also an eight and two team. Turned it around this year. I'll take UNLV plus a three. Uh, I'm laying it with Georgia and I'm taking the under 59. I, I could see where this just turns into a Georgia is just just bludgeons Tennessee and makes a point of, hey, you know, we're number one. We're finishing out our SEC schedule strong. You know, I could see like a. 3110 type performance here. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I could see where this game actually ends up quite boring in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wh- wh- where's the pulse on Tennessee? Like, I mean, they didn't they didn't show out last week against Missouri. What, what makes? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's college football. Who knows? T- Tennessee is so so. Tennessee is seven and three. There are three losses. They lost horribly at Florida. Uh, they lost at Alabama. Then they got pumped last week at Missouri. But to be fair, at home, they won 20-13 to against A&M. They won a 33-27 game against Kentucky. Uh, they handled South Carolina at home in a revenge game. And they handled UTSA at home. But, like, nothing of that, like, inspires confidence that, you know, Georgia can't just walk in there and kick their doors down. Um. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah. Georgia big this week. Illinois uh, plus a three and a half at Iowa, and I have a plus three and plus three and a half. I got I bought them twice. Uh, Auburn. I'll lay it this week with Auburn twenty three and a half against New Mexico State. New Mexico State doesn't have a win against a winning team this year. I don't think. When I look through their schedule, um, Auburn bowl eligible. 
if they win this week, it secures a winning season for the first time in two years. So did they did not finish they had they um did not have a winning season the last two years. This will give them a winning season. I think this is a yeah, a lot of students are at home, but I think this could turn into a empty the benches, curb stomping late. I'm really hoping that's what this is for this team to go to seven and four. I really hope that for them. Uh Houston plus seven at home against Oklahoma State. You know, this would be the spot where Oklahoma State suddenly remembers they're a decent team again and and blows them out. Like, probably fade me on that pick. I think I'm taking a basic pick here. What isn't a basic pick is Texas Tech laying the three at home against UCF. Gus is doing his Gus thing where, hey, I'm going to look like a world beater at home. Let me go on the road and forget how to football now. So Texas Tech there. Stanford plus six and a half against Cal. That game's at Stanford. Kansas plus eight and a half against Kansas State at home. I think they're getting one. I think their actual backup quarterback back this week that's pretty solid. I think he's supposed to play this week. If he's playing, I like the eight and a half. If he's not playing, I'm probably screwed. Uh, let's see. I said Washington. I'm on Washington. Uh, over 54 in Kentucky, South Carolina. I could see where this game gets away from both teams a little bit late, and it turns yeah. into – a, a kind of a fun end of the conference schedule for him, uh, especially because Kentucky gets Louisville next week. South Carolina gets Clemson. I like that. Uh, FIU, Arkansas, under 50 and a half. I mean, FIU's not very good. But, like, is is Arkansas, I mean, we're on keyword watch, right? Like, we're we're absolutely looking at quit watch. I mean, there's, there's no way. I mean, that's got to be. We're absolutely on the brink of quit, right? Uh, so under 50, uh, under 37, Nebraska and Wisconsin, because it's Nebraska and an uninspired Wisconsin team. That's the analysis. Texas laying seven and a half at Iowa state. A lot of sharp action here. I'm with you. I I think everyone expects Texas to forget, you know, I think they're expecting a crumble spot here. I'm not necessarily seeing that. They got Texas Tech next week at home. You can make a case, look ahead spot. I really don't think so. I think they know they have to look good, win convincingly, and put together complete games back-to-back weeks here. Yeah. Um, but that, that's my card this week. So um, not as much this. SEC because they're facing a lot of the, uh, you know, group of five FCS-type schools. But Yeah, cupcake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but there's still some good games on the schedule. Georgia's got a cupcake, too. So, anything that we forgot this oh yeah i'm sure uh anything we forgot anything else you want to bring up uh i think that's it uh again i thank you for last week of taking the reins i also thank you for said you were going to record uh or not record well you are recording at least i hope you are um editing editing the podcast oh one last thing uh how do i put this we did have a friendly wager uh <laughs> Um, in regards to the outcome of a certain figurehead on whether or not, how, how much do I owe you? I forgot <laughs> what the wager was even. It was ten dollars. Oh, okay. I thought it was twenty. Okay, cool. Awesome. That it, to you. It's t- <laughs> so basically we're one and one. We're even on our <laughs> on our, our over unders for what well, you, you get it okay yeah we won't we yeah. won't go any further um yeah that's all i got man uh hopefully georgia lays tennessee this week and loses the tech next week that'd be kind of funny
Oh, that would be hilarious for, for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, that would just be the funniest outcome possible. I might go to that game. It's a night game in Atlanta. It's, I think that's the first night game uh, they've had. I expect that same to be sold out with just nothing but red and black. No, that's probably what it will be. Yeah, I, I, I might look into going to that. Actually, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we're tra- we're I'm going to Tampa this year, so I don't know when we're um, coming back. But I'll be not? in Auburn for the Iron Bowl. So. Oh yeah, I I should be. Back I won't that be at Saturday. the game. Don't ask me if they're rushing the field. Uh, oh, I won't I be at the game. I wasn't gonna ask that. I I erased that from my memory. Hmm. 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 Okay. All right. All right. That would hey, be what's it. our what's our song? What was it? Here? To the beach, eat, let's go get a wave. They say what they gonna say. Have a drink, clink, found a bud light. Bad bitches like me, it's hard to come by. The patron, oh, let's go get it down. The sound, 